Good morning, everyone. Happy Easter to you all. There are few of us this morning, which means we have to sing all the louder and be all the more joyous. Brilliant. Oh, I have to start with a very important thing, to which you respond, he is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Alleluia. All the rest of those things. Praise God. There's something in the Bible that tells us that nothing is impossible with God. Today shows that nothing is impossible with God. Anything can happen. In the Bible we see that God can calm the storm, that he can stop the sun, that he can make everything dark when the sun should be shining. We're told that God can make a pathway through the sea. But do you know there is actually one thing that God can't do? One thing that God can't do. And that is to stop loving each one of us. And that's why we celebrate today, because God could not stop loving us, and so he sent Jesus to die on a cross, which we did on Friday, but then to rise again today. And that's why we celebrate. So maybe we should say again, Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand and sing together. This is a wonderful day and let's celebrate. Do you know, I do really love Easter. I love Easter because it's Easter, because Jesus has risen. Indeed, he has. That's fine. Yes. Yes. Whatever we say. But I also like Easter because there's two of my favourite things at Easter. One is daffodils and the other, of course, is Easter eggs. Anyone got any of these in their house at the moment? Either? A few? I love Easter eggs, of course, because, well, they're chocolate, you know, so who wouldn't? But I love daffodils because, to me, it's the sign of the summer that's coming. It doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes they cruelly get cut short by the frost that then descends and the snow. But normally it's a sign that things are changing. These are two things that I associate with Easter, daffodils and Easter eggs. But I wonder what you associate with Easter. Chat amongst yourselves. What things do you associate with Easter? Do you look forward to? Do you enjoy? Tell each other. Okay, what do you associate with Easter? doesn't have to necessarily be churchy or anything, yes? Wearing bunny ears and eating chocolate. Do you wear bunny ears every Easter? Brilliant! What a great thing to do. I should buy some bunny ears. Have you got bunny ears, Emma, did you say? Oh, yes. No, me too. Me too. Anyone got bunny ears? Oh, we should all get some and wear them at Easter. And Do you wear them while you're eating your chocolate? Brilliant. Brilliant. Any other things that you associate with Easter? That's it. Oh, yes. Easter egg hunts. Yeah, we went on one of those, didn't we? Yeah, we were disappointed, but I think the boys... Uh, Sorry, Paula, did you say something? Lamb. Lamb. (laughs) The nice lamb springing around in the field and then the lovely roast lamb that you can eat. Anyway, yes. You've forgotten. Oh, no, you shouldn't be doing that. You're right. That's the kind of thing I do. Okay, anything? Yes. Coming to Cottenham. Oh, and is that good? Exciting. 
Brilliant. What a good thing to look forward to. Yes. Chicks and bunnies. Have you seen any chicks and bunnies? Oh, on text, like little pictures. Happy Easter, chick, 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 bunny, bunny. Excellent. Have I got those on my phone? Must have. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Blossoms. Things are looking a bit brighter. Were you going to spend your time with family? Yeah, holidays, maybe, for some. Anything else? Oh, no, G's waving. No, not waving at me. No. Nothing at Hot Cross Buns? Simnel cake. Now, I've never had Simnel cake. Is it good? There's lots of marzipan. Anything else? I should know this. Uh, excellent. Anyone had any Simnel cake? Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Did you make it yourself? Oh. Oh, I saw you in M&S. That's what you were buying. Yeah. Did you, you obviously found it then. Brilliant. Excellent. Yes. Something else. You've remembered. Brighter days. Yeah. Longer days. Brighter days. Summer is coming. Something else? No? Just waving your hands. Wonderful. Okay, there's lots of things we associate with Easter. Of course, there is also the Easter story. You see, the thing is, Easter for me is a happy time of year, generally. I look forward to Easter. When it's the middle of winter, I think, don't worry, Easter is coming. And when Easter is here, it is the start of something better. You know, we have longer days, as we've mentioned. We have, hopefully, sunnier days. We have flowers coming up, we have lots of Easter eggs, we look towards summer, we might have holidays. It's the start of a new time of year and generally, for me, it's a happy time of year, a time that I look forward to. But actually, the Easter story and especially the Easter week was a horrendous time of year. wasn't all happy and ended up happy so we're all right. It was very up and down. As we saw from the DVD, there was smiling, there was happiness, there was joy, but then there were tears, there was anger, there was upset, there was confusion. In fact, if you were to go through Easter week every week, you'd feel emotionally traumatised. There are three women mentioned in the Bible who went through everything with Jesus that week. A lot of people who walked with Jesus, when it got to the crucifixion, when it got to things like that, they ran away. They didn't want to stay. They were a bit scared. But these three women, they stayed for everything. Their names are Mary, Mary and Salome. And they're mentioned in a couple of the Gospels, especially in the Gospel of Mark. They're women who used to travel around with Jesus and look after him. So while he was going around helping people and healing people and teaching people, they would look after all his needs, what he needed to keep him fed and keep him going, really. And so they travelled with him. And so no doubt, at the beginning of Easter week, they were there on Palm Sunday, celebrating with the crowds, joyous and happy. And then they went into Jerusalem with Jesus, and the very next day, they must have watched as Jesus went into the temple and tipped over the tables and shouted at the people and got angry 
They must have thought, well, yesterday we were happy, we were celebrating, and today Jesus is angry. And then they must have watched as people became confused. And they must have been confused, going from extreme happiness to anger to confusion. And then they watched as Jesus was arrested. They probably became a little bit scared, frightened of what might happen, sad about how things were turning out. And then they followed Jesus as he went to trial. They saw the same crowds who had been cheering Jesus a few days before, shouting, crucify him, kill him, we don't want him. They must have felt, what's going on? And then they followed Jesus as he carried the cross, as he was killed, as he was crucified. They were there, Mary, Mary and Salome, watching him die when most people had run away. And then they followed as they carried Jesus' body to the tomb. They saw where he was buried. No one else followed. And then they went back on Easter morning, ready to prepare his body for a proper burial, ready to put spices on and cover him properly. And then when they got there, the tomb was empty. They'd gone from extreme happiness to anger, to confusion, to fear, and now more confusion. And then an angel appeared and said, don't worry, don't be afraid. Jesus isn't here, he's alive. Go and tell everyone. And they went away. They were on a bit of a roller coaster that first Easter, up and down with their emotions. Reminds me a little bit of egg rolling. Anyone ever done egg rolling? You have to get it right. Egg rolling is tricky. And you know, I imagine that Mary Mary and Salome thought at the beginning of Easter week that they were going in one direction. Jesus was riding into Jerusalem. Everyone was celebrating. The king was here. And they thought, brilliant, we're following the right person. Everything's going to change. Five days later, they must have felt like their egg had veered off dramatically. Jesus was about to die. What was going on? Do you know, I think sometimes we can feel the same with our lives. Sometimes we think we've got life sorted. We think it's all right, it's going in the right direction. And then suddenly something will happen which will make it veer off like an egg, rolling in completely the wrong direction. Some of us at Easter are very excited and joyous because life is going well, we think we know what's happening. Whereas others of us, we don't really know what's happening with life. It's all over the place. It's up and down and everything. But do you know, the great thing about Easter, the amazing thing about the Easter story is that Jesus knows this. He knows that life isn't all happy. He knows life isn't all joyous. He knows we aren't in the same place. And he can also do something about it. Because the thing we celebrate at Easter is not that the tomb was empty. When Mary, Mary and Salome found out the tomb was empty, they were afraid. They weren't joyous. They didn't celebrate. They were scared. Where had Jesus gone? The reason they celebrated was that Jesus came back and appeared to them. And suddenly they realised that he was alive, that in all the turmoil, in all the ups and downs of everything that had gone on, 
Jesus came back. He didn't leave them to cope on their own. He didn't leave the disciples to cope on their own. He doesn't leave us to cope on our own. He comes back to be with us. Showing that not only is God with us through thick and thin, through joy and sadness, through all the ups and downs of life, but also that he never leaves us. Because in rising from the dead, Jesus broke death. He broke it. So that not only can God walk with us through life, but he can walk with us through death as well. So as soon as you put your hand into God's hand, there is nothing that can ever take his hand away. Not even death. He walks with us through life and he walks with us through death. The last great hurdle has been defeated and the doorway to life is forever open. Sometimes we don't really get what that means and we sit there going, that's good. Jesus has broken death. The one thing that we can do nothing about, he's done something about, so that we walk with him forever. Nothing can change that. We're going to sing a couple of songs together which celebrate Jesus breaking death which talk about God being with us in all things. One of them, some of you might know, we haven't sung it before here, but it's quite a well-known one, Um, but the other one we know. So let's stand as we sing together and celebrate this morning. As I said, the reason that I love daffodils is not because they are a particularly beautiful flower. Some of you might think they are. I think there are more beautiful flowers. But because, for me... They are a sign of things that are to come, of the summer that is coming, of the winter that has gone behind us, of better, longer, warmer days. They're a glimpse of a time that will be upon us. And you know, we celebrate Easter, the death and resurrection of Jesus, as something that has happened, something that has transformed our world, and yet we're very aware that our world is still suffering. And often it seems it's not transformed at all. And that's why Jesus calls us to be people who have the courage to live in his new life now. To be, if you like, like the daffodils that pop up. To be glimpses of something that is coming. To live in such a way that people look at us and see the daffodil poking through the winter as a sign that life can be better. As a sign that one day things will be better. As the book of Revelation says, one day there will be no more crying or pain or illness or death. We can see that as a bit of a fairy tale if we want, but for me it's a reality. One day, Jesus will come and make things perfect. But for now, we're called to be the daffodils, the signs of that perfection that is coming, to live in such a way that the life of God can be glimpsed through us. I have lots of daffodils here. Many more than people who are here. My optimism knows no bounds. They've not come out, but my hope is that they will come out because I'm going to put them in the front. What I'd like us to do is, during our final hymn, is come and get a daffodil and put it into the cross that we made on Friday.
which we will place in the foyer with the hope that the daffodils will open up and show that the cross is not a sign of death, but it's a sign of the life that is to come, that has entered our world, and that will one day be there for all to see. So, during our final hymn, you're invited to come and collect one of these sad-looking daffodils, pop them in the cross, and hopefully, by next week, they will have opened up, or died, you know, either way. But that doesn't make what I've said irrelevant. I will leave them here. If there's many more than there is people, so you could put one or two in, if you like. We want to fill our cross with daffodils so that it will spring to life. So as we finish this part of our time together, but there is plenty of other time to spend together, let us not only remember that Jesus has risen from the dead, but let us seek to live in ways which enable others to catch a glimpse of that as we show love and grace and joy to those around. And may God give us the strength to do that in all circumstances. So may God bless us and keep us and walk with us this Easter. Amen.